We need the best of environment to prepare for the upcoming Africa Boxing Championship. Head coach of Black Bombers, Ophoria Asari, calls for support with barely four days to the start of the event. He's yet to get his boys in shape. Ghana Premier League venues have been empty, but President of the Ghana Football Association, Keto Kriko, insists his administration have been very proactive when it comes to strategies to ensure every single match venue is filled to capacity. And what are the structures being put in place to ensure the next generation of football talents are given a platform to grow? Well, Asamoah former captain of the Black Stars, says that his baby jet under 16 championship, which starts in Cape Coast today, is the only way out for the next generation of football talents to be identified and groomed. This and many more here on Sports Today with me, Muftar Nabila Abdullah. Stay with me. We're just a few days away to the start of the Africa Boxing Championship. But Team Ghana is still struggling for an opportunity to have the best of companies as they seek to fly high the flag of the country in this championship. Head coach of the team, Ofuria Asari, has been calling for support. In this conversation with my colleague, Natana Atta, he says that the only way for Ghana to succeed in the championship is the best of environment to be able to prepare the boxers. Well, I think uh, as for the, uh, 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 what I want, mm. I would say I want a lot, numerous. Like? Uh, uh, I want us to be in camp preparing for the uh, African Games, especially. And I know uh, the uh, Ghana Olympic Committee are also planning for the camping for the Olympics Games as well, but it's not yet here. Uh, maybe we need to qualify before we can get access to that uh, program. Um, for now, the GBF or the Boston Foundation is doing marvelously well. Even though it is not a camping, a residential camping, not residential camping, but they are the buses are more committed and they respond to the training uh, program every day. But the, the, the bad side is that um, they get tired and uh, some of them will go home, maybe they will not get a, a better place to, to rest also. You know, uh, our, uh, those who do boxing in Ghana, you know their background, sometimes uh, where you live, maybe you are sleeping with a whole lot of people, they cannot give you that kind of freedom to uh, enjoy, as you, if like, like, as it to be like when we are in camping on our own. So I wish we have uh, 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 support in terms of camping so that they can rest, they can uh, uh, eat well, uh, control their food properly uh, because you know uh, uh, dietary is very very important in terms of developing their, their, their uh, fitness for uh, competition. So we need to control their, 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 their eating, their food. We need to uh, at least uh, get them uh, 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 
some vitamins alongside. We, 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 even though we are, we are doing something uh, uh, alongside, sometimes President tries to give out some money, we buy vitamins for them. Uh, but we can do more. My colleagues, Natana Atok engaged the boxers as well as their coach as they get ready for the championship. Let's go and zoom now and speak to him. Uh, Nat, uh, speak to me briefly. What has changed since your conversation with uh, Ofori Asari and then the boxers? Oh, thank you very much, uh, Mutao. Uh, what has changed? Nothing much has changed. Um, what it is is that now there's a confirmation of uh, the period where we're going to have the Olympic qualifiers, and that is for September of this year. It just tells us that if we had gotten our acts together and we had been uh, camped properly or we had camped these boxes properly, then at least we could have set the tone for what will be happening in the month of September. We, remember, we have, you know, we have the rest of June, we have July, we have August as well. We may think that it's a lot of time, but trust me, it is very, very limited time considering what others around the world have done or what others around the continent for the purposes of the African Boxing Championship have done. Now, let me just let you in a little bit, uh, you know, regarding what, uh, you know, other boxers from other places, uh, you know, get down to. What it is is that they, they move around a bit. I mean, after having their respective local championships, which is having the best boxers within uh, the geographical region, they move out of there, and they have international tournaments. So, for instance, in the case of Ghana, we could have easily uh, put together Ghana versus Benin, Ghana versus Nigeria, Ghana versus Burkina Faso, Ghana versus Cote d'Ivoire. All of these add to what the boxers already have in terms of their experience. And, of course, it adds to them in terms of their mental toughness as well. So, we're still knocking on the doors, and as we said, I mean... There has been a certain level of confirmation regarding how the team will be supported to participate in the tournament. But the most important thing here is that the team has to be prepared and well prepared. I mean, we look at what uh, their colleagues in football are doing, and you realize that every other time when there's a major assignment, there's a lot of focus placed on what they are doing ahead of the game. We place a lot of focus on what the Black Stars are doing. The number of uh, you know players, foreign-based players who report to camp. When they report to camp, and how much training they're able to to get. You understand me? So we need to place a lot of serious focus on how our boxers prepare for these tournaments because it is not fair on them when they get there on those very big stages and we start demanding excellent or 100% performances from them. It's not fair at all. So for me, what is important at this time is that. The case has been made. We have given official DOM the true picture of how things are going in the camp. Remember, Muftal, these are supposed to be basic when it comes to the way we organize our sport. Preparation and proper preparation is basic, especially when you want to play at a certain level or you want your sport to be rated at a certain level and you want reward of a certain magnitude. You need to do things right. It is as simple as that. Look at the issue of the kids, Muftal. Uh, when you engage, when you engage the, 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 the coach and the boxers, what were some of the immediate challenges that you personally saw and you need authority to um, take care of? All right. Now, you do remember that um, in that one-hour special, 
we had the team go and train at the personal gym or the private gym of the head coach. Okay? Now, the private gym of the head coach is based in Central Africa, where a lot of these boxers, you know, reside. Okay? Yeah. Now, uh, what what we do not realize is that these boxers close from training, okay, and then they all go home. What they do at home, nobody cares about. Remember that one of the biggest problems that we've had over the period as a result of lack of proper training is that of, you know, um, the youngest of the Samir brothers. And we all saw the kind of uh, humiliation that it brought the whole nation with his failure of, you know, of uh, the use of abuse substances, the test of the use of abuse substances. Yeah. If we had done proper camping and there was proper monitoring of his level of training, what he's consuming, how he's resting, his heart rate, and all of that, I'm not sure that we would have gotten there. And we probably would have made better use of his talent at that competition than we did. But what happened? There is no proper monitoring. The boxers come into training, they report at the right time, they come and do all the proper physical drills under their physical trainers and their technical men, and then after that they just go home. You know, and it is just not right when you want to get athletes at a certain level when it comes to um, high performance. It is just not done. You understand me? Yeah. So, um, the issue of the kids, for instance, which I was coming to earlier, I mean, Mufta, when you go to the camp of any of our national teams, football, you realize that they are in an identified kit. And in terms of sports psychology, we know what kids do for teams. This is a team sport. Now, this goes to signify that there is a, 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 uni, a, a unified sense of purpose. It goes to signify that there is a high sense of discipline. And it also goes to signify that there is a, a certain mark of excellence that a, a group of people want to achieve. Yes. But when you go in there and you realize that one person is wearing color red, the other is wearing green, and another is wearing a combination of red and blue, it just doesn't hold. I mean, you've seen the images from, from, the, from the sparring session that we brought you in that special one-hour you know, package. You saw it. It just looks like a regular day where you've gone into any, uh, you know, any ordinary gym or any random gym anywhere in the capital or anywhere in the country. There we go. Look at that. One person is in his local, you know, this is uh, red and, and yellow is for the fifth square gym. Red and white, I don't know which gym identifies with those colors. And there's nothing that shows that the national team training. The trainers themselves and the, the instructors themselves are also just wearing anything. And all of these things do not communicate or do not give good optics for a national team that has come to save Ghana's face, you know, in, in international sport. We cannot hammer this enough, okay? We all went to the Olympics. We saw what, what you know, what the athletes did, um, you know, on the score of, or on the field of, you know, track and field athletics. They pushed very hard. They couldn't get there. We saw what Samuel Techi did. Samuel Techi went in there as the unassuming young boy who went to qualify from, from Senegal, from the qualifiers from Senegal. He went in there and he delivered. So it means that if we're able to push these young lads a little more, we will be able to get the results from them. Okay. Now, remember that Ghana is blessed with great talent. We have a lot of inadequacies, but our talent pushes us uh, a, very, uh, a very great deal. Now, the thing is that Talent can only get you to a certain point. And what you do to the talent to turn it around is also what gets you the, 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 the excellence when it comes to performance. Okay. So for me, it is something that we do not need to be told. And that is where I have my biggest disappointment. Because after everything that has happened, after 
you know, all of the, the, the stories, I mean, the visits to the presidency, the promises that were made for a development plan for Samuel Techi and all of that. I, I, I was expecting that we wouldn't wait to, to, to a time like this where uh, the clock is ticking for us to get ourselves ready for the main Olympic qualifiers to start talking about basic things like... Uh, so what is the immediate assignment of the team and how soon should the team be provided with all the things you are talking about? You know, um, relatively, when you compare boxing to football, what is required will not be that much. So, for instance, the participation of the whole team made up of around 22 or 23 boxers and their technical team, okay, in the, in the African Championship, will cost 70,000 US dollars. Now, you tell me about the bill that, uh, you know, government has to foot if um, we are, you know, taking care of the full bill for Ghana's qualifier, uh, sorry, Ghana's uh, friendly against the United States in the US. No, no, this comparison, this comp this comparison might not work because the, if you take a look at friendly matches, most of the member uh, associations take care of these things. It could be the USA that is paying Ghana to come and play. It could be Ghana paying well, USA to well. come and so play. That's why, so, that's so that's what I'm saying. Right. That let's take the yeah, because if you're going to do a comparison, on, it might not come out so well. That's why I clarified that if we are the inviting FA, if we are the inviting FA we would have to foot a bill which is bigger than that. And we've done, we've done that in the past, where we have initiated, um, you know, the effort to go and play high-profile friendlies. So what I'm saying here is that when you put these on a scale, I mean, these are all national teams we're looking at. You understand me? And I'm saying when you put all of them on a scale, you'd realize that what boxing requires to get themselves out there and get themselves well-prepared is relatively negligible compared to what we're doing for football. Okay. And at the end of the day, boxing is what has brought us the big results. Boxing has brought us 10 world titles at the professional level and has brought us four Olympic medals in addition to a couple of uh, Commonwealth medals and, and the rest at the African level. So we have to put our money there because that is where we're getting our recognition and that is where we're getting the results. Okay, nice. remember Muftal, okay. just recently, yeah, just recently, just before we wrap up, just recently Muftal, the team took part in the world championships. Now, the prize money ranges from fifty thousand US dollars to two hundred thousand dollars. Now, you can imagine that our boxers went in there and and were able to get into the final four and were able to win these prize monies of between fifty thousand to two hundred thousand US dollars. You can imagine the kind of inspiration it will give the younger uh, members of the team, and you can imagine the kind of stimulus it will generate between uh, within the camp. That's what I'm talking about. Well noted, Matt. Thank you very much. My colleague, Natana Atta there, um, speaking to us on the importance of camping Team Ghana, the Black Mummers, as they get ready for the upcoming uh, Africa Boxing Championships that will be happening. Now, let's talk uh, Ghana Premier League and the president of the Ghana Football Association, Ket Okreku. He says that his administration, they've been able to put together some strategies that will ensure that football fans patronize the products under the umbrella of the Ghana Football Association speaking to Supersport. He claimed that it is the responsibility of every stakeholder involved in football to be able to get fans into the various stadia. You would, you would accept the fact that the fan is an important partner of football. For which reason, any football association whatsoever, wherever, 
must be interested in the active consumption of football by 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 the people who love football. And in our country, I want to see all our stadia full on every match day. And I would want to believe that every club owner in, in the country also wants the same to happen. That's why it's so important for our clubs to engage in a lot of fan-related activities to ensure that they keep the fans with them, to ensure that they reawaken the passive fans, and to ensure that the, the very active ones are also kept alive. But in saying this, it's also important for the full association to also roll out strategies that will also ensure that the fan is interested in domestic football. And I think that in the last few weeks, your football association, our football association, has been quite proactive in our own way in, in, in getting fans um, much closer to the sport. I know that we still have a lot more work to do, but collectively, we all have a role to play. And we have to play. One has a role to play, and we have to play. Now let's hear from former Ghana captain Asamoa Jan, and his baby jet under 16 tournament kicks off today in Cape Coast. He says that it is important for a platform to be created for the next generation of stars that will fit into the various national teams. Um, it's important for, 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 for Ghanaians and the, the whole of Africa because um, you know we trying to develop talents, you know, for for the near future, of course, you know, um, when it comes to football, of course, our target is the Black Stars, you know, make sure we go to play so we win the Black Stars. But we're focusing on the grassroots, you know, to have a strong foundation, and then uh, we, we, we take it from there, you know. So it's very, very important. You now, when it comes to me, I, I support um, grassroots, grassroots football a lot, and, and that is what we are planning to do. What next for these talents after the end of the competition? Yeah, um, as you said, you know there will be a lot of scouts um, there to to monitor these kids, you know, um, from Europe and stuff to just pick their players and then uh, make sure they, they they take them to Europe and then uh, continue their careers there. You know, there'll be um, even universities outside who wants to even um, take some of the kids, give them scholarship and stuff. Not necessarily uh, necessarily people. Playing that system will just go to the top level. You know, definitely, you get people furthering their education and stuff, and uh, that is what we're going to. We're just trying to 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 help them, you know. And um, I think uh, for now, the the response has been very, very, very good. You know, so yeah. One of the things I saw from your Twitter feed was the fact that um, from the semi-final stage, the matches are going to be on television. Just, just how great is this for the young talents? And what advice would you offer to these young talents who will be coming on? Yeah, yeah um, our time, we, we didn't get uh, um, exposure. You know, um, so we spoke to um, Supersport you know, the, because of the relationship I have with them. You know, and everything went on well. You know, so we decided some of the games. Progressive presents Precious Moments. Hey, Jess, want to come for a ride on my motorcycle? You know, we can talk about our feelings and explore our emotional compatibility. I thought you'd never ask. The exchange you just heard didn't actually happen, but it could. Bundle your home and other vehicles with Progressive and you could use the savings to make sure the motorcycle is always ready for your dream girl. So keep the dream alive and the savings coming with Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Slowed down, held back, inhibited. What you get out depends on what you put in. Rejuvenate your engine's performance with Shell V-Power Nitro Plus Premium Gasoline. 
because true performance knows no bounds. New and improved Shell V-Power Nitro Plus removes up to 100% of performance-robbing deposits to rejuvenate your engine's performance. Continuous use in gasoline direct injection engine fuel injectors. Will be telecast life for, for everybody to see. And uh, when you see this case, you know, even the appearance, watching them on, on TV, they'll be very proud of them. You know, and um, seeing themselves on TV, it also boosts their, their, their confidence to, to push other to, to achieve their dream. You know, so it's something we are trying to do to make life easier for, for these kids coming up. platform to be created that would ensure that these kids uh, are able to grow and achieve their goals and ambitions and the players that these young footballers will be looking up to they are going to be assembled in uh, the Bono region for the all-star football uh, festival uh, which has been put together by BSA group and we are joined by the chief executive officer um, Dr. Ernest Cranston to speak to us on the event uh, Doc, uh, thanks very much for your time this afternoon. A brief one. Um, how many footballers are expected to grace this competition? Um, thank you, Mostal. We're grateful for the support. Yeah, so it is the All-Star Festival. Uh, it's All-Star Festival because it's not just football. Okay. We could do tennis next year. We could do golf next year. But the name of the event is the is the All Star Festival. This year we're doing football. Last year we did football. Yeah. And uh, it is by the BAC Group, and uh, we're coll collaborating with the Brongahafu Regional Football Association this year to do this one. We're looking forward to welcoming up to twenty players. And again, your caption says 23rd to 25th. That is wrong. The event is between the 20th and 22nd of June. So it's June 20 to 22 in Bronga Hafo. Uh, it's not just the Bono region. There are three regions that make up Bronga Hafo. There's Ahafo, Bono and Bono East. And the event is being thinly spread across the three regions so we're doing we're doing something in a half forward is that the opening day of the of the festival is on the 20th of june there's a float in a half in honor of kinsley Uswe town we call him agama he's owner and bankroller of Beijing united, united the premier league then in the afternoon there's a conference on football business with resources coming from different parts of, of, of the world and uh, the participants will be made up of club representatives mainly leaders of clubs big decision makers of clubs in Bronga Hapo. there are up to 133 clubs between premier league and division two football in in Bronga Hapo. and we expect for the big decision makers to be there because the okay. idea is to try and help deepen the business aspects of the football and not just playing for three points. Yeah. Then the following day, there is the announcement of a special captain's project, is a CSR, and it will take place in Techiman. Techiman is in Bono East. In the afternoon, there's a special curtain raiser to celebrate Bofakwa Tano's return 
to the Premier League after 16 years in Division okay. 1. Okay. And they take up their arch rivals, BA United. And this game will be played at the Sfiyan Coronation Park. So that's in Bono region. Okay. Uh, Sfiyan is the capital of Bono region. Then the following day, there's a tour of uh, the Bafo Soccer Academy, uh, the, 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 the academy facility in Iswatra. And then there's a stopover in Brekum before the team arrives in Doma for Deba with uh, Osadjifu, Osia, Dario, and Anaji Mambidu, the second. And then we proceed to play the game itself. And you talk about the players who are coming this year. We're expecting about 20 players. And uh, we hope they join us from the 21st when the team is expected in uh, in Bronga Hafo. So that's that's for the All-Star team. And then they're up to about 20 players who will be a selection of the uh, stars from Bronga Hafo football across the Premier League and the First Division uh, League. Uh, they, they will form the BNA stars and they'll take on the All-Star team. Okay, so Doc, talk to me briefly. You mentioned one area that was quite interesting for me, the business side of the football. Um, oftentimes, we see the game to be about three points. Club owners feel that their investment is at three points. What, what must be done to be able to create that environment of the business side of the game for us? And, and that's what, that's what we, we, want to, we want to deepen. I, I believe that there's some good football business happening around the country. Football can only get better. So there there are some clubs doing it. I mean, there are so many examples from the North Zealand's and and their partnership with Right to Dream. Yeah. So many people. There are Premier League clubs, Division 1 League, Division 2 Leagues, other academies that continue to find the players and sell them. Let's not forget that football business didn't start today. If you don't have institutional memory, you think everything that's happening today <laughs> is all the place. Listen, yeah. as back as uh, the turn of, 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 of the, I mean, before the 1990s, Ghana was selling players abroad. Abidi yeah. Ayupele, Mohamed Polo went abroad. Willy Kluche went abroad. There are many of them who went abroad. Mohamed Gago started a big, big, big snowballing uh, effect where Ghanaian players, after featuring in the 1991 FIFA World Cup yeah. at under-70, level began to travel out uh, seriously. So Alaji Grusa, more than 30 years ago, was selling players from King Faisal. I had to walk have sold Asante Kotoko, Oko United, uh, where Tony Abraham moved before he went uh, to play football in Germany. You know, so these things have been done before. There's nothing new, really. But what we're trying to do is to deepen it, is to make it better. So that Bronga Hafu clubs or Bronga Hafu football has some unwanted touch. That oh, these guys are only interested in the three points, and then because of that, they will do anything for the three points. So yeah. there are issues with polygamism. They they will assault away teams, even among themselves. They will hurt themselves yeah. just because they've got to win three points and 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 maybe win the league or qualify to the playoffs or something. We just want to get the guys to understand that there's more to football than this one. We know they know. Listen, Bonga Hafo has contributed, easily contributed more players to clubs in the south, I mean, down south, or to clubs in Europe, probably more than any club the past few years. Yeah. You know, so it's not like it's not been done before, but it can only be deepened. 
this year's All-Star Festival, for instance, you're taking back players who own their careers and their lives in Bonga Afu. One of oh, them okay. is here. Rich, everyone, come and say hello to the guys. Just, just show your head to the guys. <laughs> There's no more is there. Who is that with you? The <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's, he's here. I mean, you know, by the grace of God, the network, the friendship. So these guys are always always around. They are ready to do this for us. Uh, Richmond is here. He's going back to, to Bonga Hafo. That's where he grew up. That's where he made his name. Okay. He's going back. Maybe you should say something to them. Hi, good afternoon. Hi, Richmond. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully we'll be in, uh, in the Bono region to see you and your colleagues do what you do best. It will be, be a pleasure to meet you also. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Doc, just... Yeah, so Richmond, Richmond is, is going to be there, Felix. Uh, uh, so I've seen I've seen Aqua, I've seen Donyon. Yeah. Yes, uh, there's there's Fatal Safiu. I mean uh, Kamal Din Suleiman. The idea is to put the attention on these guys who are from there, who left okay. these uh, as kids okay. or as young people. So they go back and they inspire the younger people from there that it is possible. You okay. could be from or you could be from Adroba. You could be from any of these places, Techiman, Shiai, any of these Doma, and, 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 and you still and make it. Still can make it. So okay, okay, this thank you. We want to focus on and, and, and shine the attention on. Thank you very much, Doc. We appreciate your time, um, Doctor Ernest Granting, speaking to us on the All Star Festival happening between the 20th and 22nd of this month. We appreciate your company. I am Muftar Nabila Abdullah.